All right, let's let's start again. We're gonna uh, ah shit. No, we're gonna we're gonna judge you on this. Uh, we the show's been going on for like fifteen minutes, but Nick fucked up. Yeah. So uh, welcome to Beers with Nigel. I'm Nick. What is this? This is Beers with Nigel. <laughs> yeah. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, promotional products and design. They cover your brand bumper to bumper with graphic design, promo products, and print. See what Dire Oil Graphics can build for you at direoil.com. That's D-Y-E-R-O-I-L.com. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> Anthony Perry, Anthony Sizzle Perry, yes, there you go. What's up, brother? Yo, another one from Crafted Culture Brewery in uh, what do you call it? Uh, Central Ohio. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's how what, you. That's what we reference. Um, he's pouring a beer. Again, what are you drinking, sir? Uh, so again, I'm drinking mead from a local meadery called from Zen B. It's called BB Bing. It's a blackberry and Bing cherry session mead. Sounds amazing. That sounds very rich. Yeah. A, uh, yeah. So uh, shout out. So we got we got our our, our main uh, viewer listener Junior. Um, he always wants to know what's what's cracking. So you know you might get a, a DM from him about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with it. I mean, I got I probably got about five bottles of this left right now. You hear um, that, Junior? You in the game, son? Yeah. Uh, here's the question. Can you get through all five bottles during the next hour and a half? I mean, do I need to put my do I need to suit up? Is this a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Do you have this is like Kool-Aid for grown-ups, man? This is going down. <laughs> so we're gonna go back to what I asked you before because we weren't recording, right, Nick? What happened? I don't know what you're talking about. That, 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 that deja vu all over again. Give us give us the sizzle. What what What's up with the sizzle name, son? So, like I, you know, whenever I'm peacocking, it doesn't matter if it's on the basketball court, if we at at the house. Anytime I'm flexing, I would hit somebody with the hot sizzle. That's what I would say. Like, right. If I go out on domino, I'm not saying domino. I'm hot sizzle, sucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's uh, awesome. Have you, you used my name? Oh, that is that a is that a bit of beer name yet? Hot sizzle. So. My brewer is the bomb. He has this uh, habanero red ale that he makes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. So we thought about calling that hot sizzle, but I think it's important uh, as crafted culture to kind of separate that from sizzle, like in its entirety. Right. Uh, I think too many times that one black person becomes the voice for all black people. Right. And if I put my name on a beer, I think that's kind of what starts to happen in the building. And I don't want right. to do that. Like, I want to be the stage that other minorities in craft beer stand on. You know, so I'm like, now nah, take my name out of that. The whole sipping with sizzle movement is a whole separate thing. That's right, right. That's just me doing dumb shit, hanging out with my friends and stuff. That's not, this brand is, is bigger than beer. So, like, don't go putting people on the beer. Put the people on the beer. Put the people in the beer. So keep right. my name out of it. In the beer, in the people. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I want to come back to the sipping with sizzle. I want to come back to okay. that. Okay. But let, let's keep going with, with who who are you? 
Yeah, if, if if we were like, who who are you? What would you say to people? I would tell people that I'm the the founder of Crafted Culture Brewing Company. Uh, I'm also Mr. Solo Dad Swag himself. Uh, you know, single dad. I got five kids at the crib on a regular basis, so I stay busy. Whoa. Uh, yeah. How old? How old? Age eight to sixteen. Bro, yeah, you, yeah, oh my yeah. Lord. you're the yeah. real. You never sleep. You're the real MVP, bro. <laughs> bro. We don't even know what sleep is. What's a weekend? Look, I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, he's, a, he's a business owner, and he's got five kids. Wow, bro. Yeah. But I'm tired. Just that 10 seconds of you telling that story. <laughs> Yo, sleep is a crutch. You don't need that shit till you can't walk no more. Well, you know, what, 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 it's one of those where you sleep when you're dead, right? Right. <laughs> so how did you get into, into craft beer? Or what was, your, what, was your, what was your first craft beer you remember? The first craft beer I remember drinking was Newcastle Brown Ale. Solid. Yeah. I, that's, a, that's a regular answer. Yeah, it, it, it well, happened. You had that one. Well, yeah. No, you it's, 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 it's still a good beer. Yeah, you asked, like, what's your first basic bitch moment? Of course we all going to say some basic bitch shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know that's basic. I just, I just think that's interesting that that, that struck people. I mean, my, mine, because of where we are, was, was, was Boulevard. Right. Well, Boulevard which, right now. Which, which, can we, are we supposed to say that name right I'm now? fucking Boulevard right now. Fuck him. You heard about Boulevard? I mean, just just, they, just, they, just Google what they did they, in the last two days. Speed up the last. Yeah, day. I, I'm tracking, but I, I'll be trying not to to salt the wounds on people. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that everybody else gonna make them eat that. They don't need me to do it too. Y'all froze up on me. No shit. You're back on. Apparently, yeah. our, apparently our, our internet is janky. We're wired. That's never happened. No, we're wired too. And we're wired. So anyway, um, <laughs> so tell us, tell us about you know you got it. You're in the you're in the brew game. I, you know we mentioned earlier something about that that uh, that backslide beer when you're not drinking good shit. What do you what what do you drink? Yo, give me that two dollar tall can of PBR, baby, all day. <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know, I ain't mad at you, but you know, I'm more of a, a, a high life. You know, if I'm gonna go, you know, if I'm gonna slide back, but I don't think it's that much of a slide back. I, to you me, really like, you, yeah, yeah, you're going, you're going with that water, watery shit. I'm saying. Yeah, bro. Like, like, like that's I'm I'm out on the water on the lake all day for two or three days. But you know what? He does rede redeem himself because what he brings to, to the show. Some of this few. Uh, where's that other? It's out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. It's tasty. Relatively new distillery. It's nice. Mm -hmm. I usually have. And, and shout out to Transparent Brewing for our drinking beer. Uh, that's the, uh, what is it? The uh, Encore Coffee Brown Ale with Lactose. It's very tasty. So Nolan, my, my homeboy. So I, my homeboy, he's, his brewery's been open. He opened when COVID started, basically. He opened in the midst of what June? Yeah, he opened, he opened like it opened like in June. Oh, he opened the thick of it. Yeah, I mean he had he he was he that was already already his plan. So he's like Fuck he was already he was already in the game though. He already yeah. had skin in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, what, yeah. what what do you do? You know what I'm saying? So shit. Um. Anyway, what what were we talking about before that? Well, before we realized that I screwed up. <laughs> this is gonna be. <laughs> I can't. Uh, hey, sizzle. I can't wait for the headline on this shit when he puts this shit on. Oh my fucking YouTube! The, the episode <laughs> where Nick fucks it up. 
So the, the, what's what's uh, what's what's uh, Central Ohio like? What's the uh, what's the brew scene like there? Man, it's fifty-one breweries in Central Ohio. So what 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 what, what how many miles are we talking about? You said fifty-one. What are we talking about from? If you drive twenty minutes, you're hitting the brewery, no matter what. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it's deep over here. People looked at me like I was crazy for opening a brewery, you know, in this. And it was it was funny. You go to the bank and they're like, "What well, makes your brewery different?" And in my mind, like I heard that Snap Turner song going off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, do y'all not realize this? Like. You know, but we just wanted to be a brewery that spoke to, like, systemically neglected, you know, craft beer consumers. Right. It wasn't, there aren't many breweries that, like, outwardly, like, just talk about, like, yo, we're black owned or we're minority owned or, right. yo, where the ladies at? Let's put the ladies on the pedestal. Right. Let's talk to our friends in the LGBTQIA community on the map. Like, so if craft beer hadn't been talking to you all this time, it's talking to you right now. And if ain't no other brewery talking to you, Crafted Culture talking to you, I can guarantee it. So at, w- at what point, you know, um, obviously you, you talk, talk about your, you started the homebrew with your, your homeboy and you, you were, at one point you were like, okay, I've been homebrewing. I'm going to do this shit myself. What, what was that? Where did that come from? There was never a point where I wanted to do it myself. Uh, I, honestly, I was out, I had the idea to do this before I started homebrewing. Problem was when I was like, rolling around my pitch deck, the first question people were asking me was, who is your brewer? Oh, wow. And I didn't have one. I didn't have an answer. I was like, I don't have a brewer yet. He'll get here. Don't worry about it. The brewer I need will show up. When he sees this shit popping off, he's going to get on the bus before it take off. Watch. Who was asking that question? Every investor, because you know what? I was talking to people who were in the craft beer community. I wasn't talking to the people. I wasn't talking to the culture at that point in time. That was my bad. I could have been here sooner. Um, they didn't realize that there was a need for a black brewery. So they were asking traditional questions. Right. You know, people in craft beer right now, they want to know who the brewer is. That's what's new to them, right? That's what they follow. They chase that celebrity. Wow. You know, and that's, I didn't that's, have a celebrity. That's where that's how it is up there. That's how it is up here, man. Wow. Yeah, if you if you brew at a spot and you leave and go somewhere else, people will follow you. Wow. They will drop your last brewery to rock with your next one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that, that's not here. Yeah, that's not here. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, basically here, it's like anything new, everybody's going to go and check it out and see what's cracking. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's why I feel like these brands have to be bigger than the brewers. That's why it's, it's bigger than it's bigger than the beer. Yeah. It's bigger than the brewer every time, man. You got to. I don't know, man. You just got to separate yourself from what everybody else is doing. So, you know. Run where they ain't if you want to gain yards. It's really what it boils down to. I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's what, after I was a football player, that's what I, <laughs> yeah, so, like, so the better, yeah. I should run that way. Yeah. How does, how does, how does growth work, though? I mean, because look, with, content is king, right? It, it all comes down to the beer at yeah. some point. You're building your, your model that, you know, hey, my brewer moves on. It's still going to be about the brand. How do you, how do you kind of balance that out? So for me, honestly, I haven't had to haven't had to climb that hill. And my brewer is a partner in what we do up here. He doesn't work for me. He works with me. Right. right. So we're raising this baby together. You know, so he's already got skin in the game on that. It's not like, no, I'm going to quit and I'm out somewhere else. 
But yeah. on top of that, um, was it Gnarls Barkley? They wrote the song Neighbors, right? Right. My neighbor likes my clothes, but hasn't seen me with my scars exposed. I said, well, the hell with that. Let me just expose my scars right now. I'm not talking to, and it's no offense, I'm not talking to Nick when I'm talking about beer. Right? Because right. Nick, in your neighborhood, you are known to get your 10 pints every week from the same three breweries, right? You can go to your three breweries, you're going to have 10 beers that week, and that's it. Why would I come to your neighborhood and try to convince you to take one of those 10 and give them to me when I can go to Nigel's neighborhood and get four of his? Fair. No, that's, that's fair. That's not only fair, that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, right? That's, that's America. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the capitalist portion of it, right? But if right. we get this thing now and everybody realizes, like, we're young while they're young, like the African-American craft beer, like, contingent, isn't like a massive swell right now. So we about right. to grow up together. Right. And you probably got your homeboy who was a knucklehead when he was a kid, or you was the knucklehead, but y'all still tight. Right. So if I'm going to mess up this beer thing, I'm going to mess it up with people who haven't been in it as long as people like Nick. Right. Gonna judge me. You guys are the grown-ups. Right. Y'all trying to chastise me when I make that mistake. Nah, man, I'm, I'm going to do it with my homies over here because we're going to grow up together. So... Backing up a little bit, so you did some home brewing. As you were doing that, what what? How did that inspire you to 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 where you are now? Because obviously you know the process. I understood the process, but it kind of became like hanging out in the kitchen with grandma. You know, like oh, yeah. you watch her; she was doing all kind of wild stuff. You know, what I'm saying like, oh, what you putting in that, Nana? What's that over there? All right, why are you crushing up all these vanilla wafers? How you how right. you make a cake with no flour? What you doing over there? <laughs> you know, you get obsessed with like. I think there's more pageantry in the process than there is in the product. So, like, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, when you love the process, like the product is even better, right? Yeah. So for me, it was like, if I can do with beer with my grandma and my nana and my dad and all them was doing in the kitchen, oh yeah, you know that's love right there. So. We started yeah. experimenting with wild stuff. I, I crunched up a bunch of them airplane cookies one time, the Biscoff <laughs> cookie butter cookies. Yeah. Put them joints in a beer with some molasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I put the cookies in at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. You, you got to do that in the beginning. You can't put cookies in too late, man, because otherwise they end up in your bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and unless you like some. Some some lanyard, some a little bit extra in the bottom of your bottle. That's not good. That's not a good look. But hey man, that, goes back, goes, that goes back to the beauties of the process, right? Like that's a lesson. That's I tell this motherfucker all the time. He likes to cook. I'm like, you can totally brew. Nah, yeah, too much, there's too much math, man. Too many rules. rules. Hey, too many rules. Ain't that much math. It's mad math. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> I tried to I tried to freestyle a beer one time. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we called it. Don't forget the cherry, the one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to make a Hefeweizen and get like this like hint of cherry flavor in there. So I want this cherry Hef because right. Hefeweizens are known for that banana flavor, right? Right, right, right. Cherry banana would be dope. Man, right. I put too much cherry in it. That shit tastes like a tart cherry sour. But like almost, it was kind of vinegary to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I like sour yeah. taking the characteristic. And my, a lot of my friends were like sours, like, yo, this is slapping. I was like, I should slap yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I should have done better math. I forgot to cherry the one. 
So don't forget the cherry to one was like a beard out I came up with. Like, so has, has there been a beard that you've done? You're like, oh, yeah, this is the shit right here. Uh, I did it a couple times. Did it okay. a couple. So uh, I did it with Black is Beautiful. Yeah. Right. I decided to kind of like try to get creative with that. I did. Uh, I changed the grain bill a little bit on that beer. Okay. Uh, only because I didn't have everything that they were asking for on hand. And then I added blackberries and molasses. Bro, that's crazy. Well, so, yo, beer is music, homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and that- so, you know, you know what's crazy about that? One, I work at three breweries, right? Okay. And, and one of the breweries, one, one of the ones we did, it was a blackberry and molasses. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It was, it was fire. Yeah. Yeah, it was fire. So what was your second one that you thought you killed it? Um, I did a, a, a cinnamon bracket. What? Yeah. <laughs> a bracket with cinnamon. Yeah. Never heard of that shit. You was so you know uh, a bracket is is that intersection of mead and beer. Yes. Right. So I mean, honey and cinnamon ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what? You're exactly right, man. Yeah. You just had to pick you some grains that go along well with it, and then keep on rolling. So yeah, we did that because before I had a, a, a legitimate beer brand, I was home brewing beer and hanging out with my homegirl who runs a marketing company. At tailgates at the Ohio State University. I was debuting my beer at Ohio State tailgates for people to try to tell me whether or not I was making good beer. How'd that go? It went over well. I mean, even the bad beer. A lot of friends. Yeah, a lot of friends. And a lot of free food. By the end of that season, your boy had the Winnie the Pooh frame going on. I love it. Tell these girls, I'll take my pants off with this shirt staying on, girl. Look. Uh oh! All right, he's breaking out the golf bag. I'm going through the bag. So you know, one of the things we do on this show, is we do we do mystery beers for Nick. So we got this bag, right? It, it, it might have been stolen from a golf course. We don't know because we ain't got the real story. But it doesn't matter. So the mystery beer, you know, we keep it classy, brown paper bag. I hand that over to Nick, and you let me know what's in there. I, I you know. <laughs> How's the how's the painting uh, the painting beer going? How's that going? They still out there? The paint painting sip is going pretty smooth. Yes, a couple people still out there painting they they stuff. Well, yeah. So, so do they get like a like somebody does like a paint by numbers? How's that work? Uh, I, so he like sketches it and you got to kind of paint between the lines and then he gives okay, you okay. Yeah. you know that's, yeah. That's just really good when you're when you're lit. <laughs> I think art gets better when you let. Oh no, dude! Some of the best art Everything gets better by like, the beer. Or, or you know, if you take an edibles and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, hmm, I've yep. got some shit in my house right now. You be like, is that Picasso? I'm like, no, bitch, that's me. That's, <laughs> that's me from the from the bar up above. What you got there, son? Oh, uh, Junior. Oh, Junior. Junior, listen up. From OC Prairie. Oh yeah, Prairie OKC. Can you read that? I ain't got my readers here. I'm old. <laughs> Let me stretch it out here. I can get it. BBA, Nigerian Prince. And Junior, this is a 14 percenter. Oh, Lord Jesus. It's a bourbon, barrel-aged imperial, imperial stout with peanuts, butter, roasted coffee. Okay. <laughs> OKC. Okay. Yeah, go and correct that. Son. I was saying that just I just had a moment, you guys. Uh oh. What kind of moment? 
a Nick moment. I got to plug my uh, my joint up real quick so I don't lose y'all. <laughs> Do it. You go. Do it. It's yeah. all good. I nicked this up, so I'll be right. Yeah. God damn it. I might have to migrate <laughs> to a different spot. All right. It's all good. Yeah. I'm going to stop the camera and run across the brewery and plug up. We'll be right here. You know what, man? Fuck it, man. Look, my scars are exposed right now. I ain't going to hide from it. Y'all about to pack up and run across the brewery with me, man. That's, 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 no, that's no problem. Hey, no, actually, hey, give us a tour. What's that? Oh, so, like, we're still putting stuff up in the back right here, right? So, I mean, I got fermenters behind me right now. I got a couple barrels going over here so we can get ready for some of that. Like, so, all of this over here is about to be event space when I'm done. Wow. And if you look out in there, that's my tap room. Wow, that's fire, bro. Yeah, you know what? We're just going to walk through, bro. It don't even matter, man. No, let's do it. No, I'm yeah. that shit. Like, I don't own this motherfucker. Like, I got to ask permission or something. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to go that's there. That's a nice place. We got to go there, bro. We got to take the show on the road. Yeah. We got to come there, bro. That's fucking beautiful, man. Look at the people back there. That's my, that's the art man back there, Carlos. What up, Carlos? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful, man. Hey, man, thanks. You know, a couple more barrels over here, barrel racks, you know. Damn. So, what are you opening? Monday. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> so we're gonna post this on Friday, and two days later he's opening. Damn, son. Yo, it's so, like so, that. I'm about to plug in real quick. Gotta yeah, plug yeah, in. Yeah, do that. That's crazy. Right, that. yeah. No, that's beautiful. Oh that's my a, god. Yeah. Just smell that. Shout out to Kenny. OKC Kenny. Was this part of the Kenny delivery? Oh yeah, it's one of the last ones. And he just he just he just sent me a new box. Kenny. There we go. Yeah, he's a Kenny fanboy. Um, yeah, this now we kind of in the office. We good. Yeah. Mhm. Doesn't even taste like fourteen percent. No, that's that. You know what? I, this this might be one of my favorites. That's <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Uh, uh, sizzle. Uh, if he tells me that's one of his favorites one more time, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So, so uh, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like the Romo of beer commentary. Everything's great. <laughs> you like, like call the play. You like Romo? Great. You like Romo? Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So let's talk about. Uh, I also get hurt. Really. You, look, you know what? You'll feel somebody hurt, bitch. You're fine. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I've been reading up on you, man, and I know you've been looking for a spot. Right. You've been looking for a spot. Tell us about that journey, what you were looking for, and how you got to where you are. So the search for real estate was hella difficult in this brewing landscape, right? Because for us, it wasn't just beer. There was food involved. There was entertainment involved. So we'd find like a spot that was amazing, right? And they'd be like, oh, it's not zoned for that. You got to like, you got to commission it to get rezoned and all this yeah. other shit. And we're like, man, I don't got time for that, bro. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to hit the ground running. So then I found out that if you look at churches have these mixed use zoning permits on them, don't matter where the church is at, it's mixed use. Okay. So we started looking for, for churches that was abandoned because that's a thing. You can find yeah. a lot of those. Yeah. So we finally found like two churches and we're like, boom, these are dope. Got pre-qualified and COVID hit. 
Yeah. The buyers got scared and I mean, the, the sellers got scared and dropped the price. It became a cash only offer and it knocked us out the game. So we couldn't do nothing. Damn. They was like, so they was like, no, nah, rescind all. We, we declined all the offers on the, on the with bank loans. If it's not a cash offer, we don't want it. They were trying to cash out and run after that. Right, right. So we was like, shit, what are we going to do? Because it's important for us. If we go back to the hood, we're not trying to rent in the hood. Like, we yeah. understand that our brand is going to elevate the neighborhood. And the last thing we want is to be renting it from somebody, leasing it from somebody. Right. We elevate the, the neighborhood some. And then five, seven, ten years down the line, we priced out because we can't afford to pay people that we want to pay them. Because our, our, our lease going to go up or we got to right. pay the exorbitant price for the property. So I was like, man, the hell with that. If we can't own it in the hood, don't buy it in the hood. So I was like, man, I'm a, I'll just flip the script. I'll reverse the, the process, man. I'll be temporary in the suburbs so I can afford to buy in the hood. Because okay. we was temporary in the hood till we could afford to live in the suburbs growing up, right? <laughs> for so sure. Let's, <laughs> let's just reverse this shit, man. So the spot that you found was a former brewery, right? It was a brewery. It was a sour house for a, a brewery, though. Oh. Yeah. So uh, how's that, you know, you move up in there. How's, how's that, how's that, I mean. It's, so they, we they were there, basically, they have space. We're, we're trying to get a three and a half barrel system to put in here right now. Okay. Okay. So I'm not brewing on site right now. But what they do is you can do contract brewing, right? Mm -hmm. Where you drop a couple dollars on somebody, they brew the beer for you, they package it for you, you come pick it up when it's ready. But I was like, yo, I don't trust y'all with our beer. My brewer's too dope. So we worked out deals with a lot of people, man. Like uh, the guys who had this space originally that we, we bought it from, excuse me, they have a production facility. That was not a burp, though. I would have given you all the burp if I had one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, At least you remember it. That was a moment. I was just like, mm, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, you got all for glimpse and shit, right? So, <laughs> it's an emotional story. <laughs> the guys who had it, they bought a production facility and were forced to purchase the lease on this spot in order to acquire that production facility. Oh, wow. So they were looking for somebody to come in here. Okay. So I was like, I'll take it. Let's go. Run right. it. I said, but so, I need your support. Ruin beer. And they were like, too easy. So they have like, uh, they got a 15 barrel brew house over there. They got a couple mm -hmm. pilot systems over there. We can do half a barrel, a single mm -hmm. barrel. You know what I'm saying? Whatever we want to do. So we're like, let us use that space until we can get ours fully built out. Right. And they were like, dope. So then I started calling my friends in the industry and I was like, yo, I got the brewery, bro. Come send your rep to come holla at me because I don't have my own beer yet. So I'm going to feature yours and I'm going to tell them how dope you are because you guys are female owned. Right. You guys have a, a Hispanic brewer. You guys are minority owned. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to highlight that for all the other breweries. Like when I open up, I have a gluten-free tea beer going on uh, from wild Ohio. The dude who owns wild Ohio is from Mumbai. I have a, wow. Yeah, I have an apple pie cider going on. Because apple pie cider is like champagne dry when you drink it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you, you think you're about to get this like super sweet, like sugar bomb. It's not like that. Right. Real, real classy, right? Owned by an Asian dude. And nobody knows. Both of these things are made right here in my city. And people don't know about it. Yeah. 
So I was like, yo, I'll be the stage. I'll highlight y'all all day long. You know, and these guys were like, not only will we, are we going to like send you reps to like, you know, make sure you get the best beer, what's coming out new, see what's, you know, behind the veil. But we got space in our tanks because production is down for us during COVID. So we're not even going to charge you. If you come in with your own ingredients, we'll let you brew your beer right here. That's love right there, bro. Wow. There's no competition in craft beer. This no, is all collaboration, baby. No, we're not love. trying to put craft breweries out of business. We're trying yeah. to get that big beer pie up. I love, bro. I, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned as I've been sinking into the into the craft beer world with you. Is that kind of it, it's competitive because everyone wants to be the best, but there's no. It's all love, though. It's all love. All love, exactly. It's, it's it's everybody's, everybody's raising each other up. Yep. So, so again, let's let, let's. Let's go back to the elephant in the room. You opening on Monday? I can't be the first black brewery in Central Ohio and not do something on the first day of Black History Month. Bam. <laughs> you know I what? Got, you know what? You know what? There's no comment. Bro, bro. If you, got, if you had a mic, you should drop it. <laughs> I love it. Fucking love it. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So from now on, like as long as this brand lives, February 1st will forever be for the culture day. Oh man, we're coming to see you. Yo, <laughs> we're coming to see you, bro. The lights is on. Look. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are you gonna? What, what's gonna be on? How many taps you got in there? I got twelve taps in here right now. Okay, and so they're gonna be guest taps when you start. Now we're gonna have two beers on for sure. Okay, of yours. Of ours. Okay. We what, want what, what, what to the time, but our um, my culture vulture IPA will be ready. Okay. And the Bliggity Black Milk Stout will be on. <laughs> the Bliggity Black. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be real cool to sit in a room in the suburbs and a whole bunch of people come in and ask for some Bliggity Black shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nothing says you can't have fun with it. No, no. That, hey, I ain't mad at you, bro. And, and, and you know, you gotta, you got to make people like me uncomfortable. That's the only way I it works. I think the funny part is going to be how oblivious to the fact that most people are going to be when they do it. Touche. Touche. That's going right. to be the part that makes me laugh. They're not even going to know what's cracking. Yeah. Like, they're going to be out in the street like, yo, you had that culture vulture? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's this, though. Like, like, most beer drinkers are me. Yeah. yeah. What kind of work do you have to do to, to get... We, we ask a lot of people this. How do you get more minorities into the tap rooms to start drinking beer. Well, the problem is trying to get them into your tap room. Because your police don't like them. So you got to put your beer in their neighborhood so that they can consume with some comfort. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. I, I live in the suburbs. I'm not going to stunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, But my brothers who live in the city, they don't drive out to my neighborhood to come drink. Right. Because they don't want to have to drive through suburbs to go home at night. Wow, that's real. So they're not going to come there. So until you put it where they are, I mean, no offense, but, you know, folks who look like you came where we lived before and convinced us to get the hell out of there. I don't think you need to look at me and say no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you right now. I'm going to be better right now. It's 2021. I mean, look, there's, there's trust issues. I, I had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> there's just trust issues in that. You know what I'm saying? 
and even by nature, like historically, right. you know, the beer industry gave black folks the the biggest fucking lie on the planet, bro. Like I ain't never seen a uh, I ain't never seen anybody be hoodwinked or bamboozled in the industry the way beer did black folks. What do you they mean? went into Africa, man. Found these ancient Mesopotamian women fermenting this beverage. Yeah, that's true. Right? Took these recipes. And then they was like, yo, there's a bunch of other good stuff here, too. They burned down the libraries. They killed the griots so the storyteller couldn't live anymore. You know what I'm saying? They cut you off from the flow of the knowledge and then sold it back to you 400 years later at a premium. And had you convinced that beer was a white man's world? Yeah, if you know history, you know beer did not come from America or England. Right. If you know history, it's not America. No, let's keep it real. That's my thing. I don't care what the fuck's going on in this country. If if you know history, you you need to simmer down. But right. most people most people don't know history. And are not interested in history. They're in, they're in, interested in what's for me today. No, the reason why look, I'm about to go political. <laughs> the reason why the country is like it is like you know, bro. I grew up in England, British citizen all day. I grew up in England. If you know the history of this country, you can't be mad about shit. If you're yeah. white, you can't be. If you know history, but everybody thinks. Well, I'm patriotic, I'm American, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, this country was stolen by hook and crook. Let's keep it real. That's all it I'm is. I'm not going to lie. The marketing plan was brilliant. Oh, it's, it's all about marketing. marketing. Well, the difference, uh, somebody told me this a few years ago, the difference between your hustle and my hustle, I had a few 100 extra years practice. Damn. <laughs> you Damn. got a head start. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, you know. Anyway, we're gonna move past the because <laughs> no, you know what? Because I have opinions. That's why we started this podcast. Uh, here's, look, here's how the podcast started. Nick. Hey, I got shit I want to say. So <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I, I I love the brand. Did that come from you? What What were you thinking? You came up with your brand. Um, wordplay. Okay. Right. You craft beer and you culture yeast. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. But it's but there's so much more to it. Though. I, I did so I much did. more to that, right? Okay. okay. I'm, I'm also exactly. I'm also crafting a new consumer and creating a culture around beer that hasn't really been exposed before. Bro, bro, I love that shit. And I, I think that's where I, where I'm hooked on the story more than anything is that that you're not just about the product. You're nah. you're crafting a consumer. Hey, listen, man. I'm a marketing company that just so happens to make really good beer. <laughs> I love it. Because if I didn't have beer behind me, I'd still be like, yeah, we're going to craft the culture. We're going to stop off at every brewery in the city and get a bus full of black folks and pull up in the suburbs. We ain't got to drive home. So when did it, when did that though? Because look, I'm getting the idea and I, you can tell if I'm wrong. I'm getting the idea that that's something that's been tooling in your head for a long time. Dare I say, dare I say brewing? Brewing in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you know, like, we don't need to make it a cliche fest. <laughs> When when did when did though you kind of hook in the beer part and everything start coming together? Um, so I was working at a brewery and we kind of had like a Melvin kind of situation going on. 
right? Except no, we didn't man. have we didn't have the money to just pop up in a new marketplace and sell our beer. People didn't know the story. Okay, brewery I was working for, our CEO was accused of sexual misconduct. Oh, not good, right? And there's 51 breweries in this in this area, man. Ain't nobody got time for your mistakes. So true or false, it didn't matter. He was guilty in the eyes of the media. So they shut the brewery down. People was boycotting us. I mean, the day the news article dropped, I was riding around town to my account. Some, hey, take the handle down. Take the handle off, man. You don't, you don't want that smoke. Right. I'll, I'll pull the handle. I'll get whatever kegs I can get out of your building. We'll work on getting you checks back later on. Like, you know, we just saw what was going on. I was like, man, riding from the wall. Um, being like the only like hustler left on, I was only hustling in the building. Let's, I'm not even going to be humble on that. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was only hustling in the building. And our operations guy, storied brewer, he was the original brewer at Goose Island. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, exactly, right? So he was brewing when, when I was brewing in my mama's belly, like that kind of shit, right? <laughs> so he and I were just kicking back some beers, talking one day. And I told him, I was like, man, if I did, if I wanted to do my own shit, bro, like, if this happened to me and I was in charge, I stopped talking to white people, man. I go sell beer to some black folks who didn't know what the hell craft beer was or who I was. And I would just like engage that audience, educate them on what good beer is. And then I'd expand the whole fucking craft beer consumership. You know what I'm saying? Engage, educate, expand. That's the business model. That's what you do. And he was like, it's that simple to you? I was like, it's that easy, bro. Run oh. where they ain't. Oh. You know what I'm saying? I got into craft beer on accident. I had a homeboy who was looking for a delivery driver. Right. Because the, the driver he had got a DUI. After being denied for like four other beer sales jobs. You see what I'm saying? Like, I got here on accident. I don't want the next black person who gets this job to be on accident. It's going to be on purpose. On it's going to be on purpose. You see what I'm saying? It's going to be a well-crafted effort to get right. more black folks in here. Yeah. You ain't got to tell me. You ain't, shit. Yeah, this, this is the thing, bro. In Kansas City, I work with three breweries, right? I'm probably one of two beer tenders in the city. And we're talking, what, 50 breweries. Makes no sense. The only, th the only thing Kansas City is good for, not, not, not the only thing, because I love my beer community, because you know that's that's my people. But you know, as you know, we had a guest from England, and we've had a guest from Pittsburgh, and there's no women. Kansas City's got a lot of women, whether it be brewery owners, we've got owners and, and, brewers. and brewers. We 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 are on that front. We have, we have women in the tap rooms. They're drinking. That's a, that that fifty them. That's a shit. That shit done. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love yeah, 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 yeah. I, I said, sure, if you want to get on beers, but I just like. But anyway, my my point is, it's like we don't have anybody else. I'm like, I'm, and I'm not, you know, bro. We have this conversation all the time. I've got some black people, black friends, who would not go into a place that's all white, right? Mm-hmm. And I've got some white friends who won't go to a place that's all black. You know what I'm saying? Now, there are some people who don't give a fuck, white or black, but it shouldn't be that way. You know what I'm saying? 
And it's, it, it, it's because beer, beer is, if anything, beer is for me, beer is community. Yes. I don't care what your religion is, what your, your fucking politics are. And I've had many conversations in many a tap room with motherfuckers who supported some shit. I don't give a fuck. Can we sit down and have a beer? That's the real shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how the conversation gets started. Oh, bro. Have you ever met a stranger in a, in a tap room? Yeah, I'm always the only black dude there. Everyone's a fucking stranger. But, but, but my point is, <laughs> but you talk. You know what? I know. I don't. I have never met you in person, but I know this. You would talk to anybody. Anybody. I don't care. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm the same way. Yeah. So you know, you know, you know. My thing is, how do we, how do we introduce? Because again, we we've talked about this for a year. Craft beer is a fucking niche still. How do we expand that niche? And how do we include everybody? You know what I'm saying? And I'm going I'm to shout out to uh, Afro Beer Chick, Shalanda. Mm-hmm. You know, 2020 was the conversation. 2021 is action. Let's be about that action, boss. Right. Yeah. And you're, you're about that action because what you're doing, fuck, you know what? We're coming to Ohio. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, the, he's the person we've asked the question. He says, I got to take the tap room into their neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. Because, look, I'll tell you this. In Kansas City, there's some, there's some Boulevard Brewing, one of the biggest breweries in Kansas City in the, in the country. You know, you know where what, what their neighborhood is? All right. Latino. All Latino. Right in that neighborhood. You know how many times I've been to that tap room to see a Latino? Never. Ever. There's something wrong with that. And they have the money to do the outreach. They just don't do it. I about to say that's that's, that's a whole thing. They were probably they probably got in that neighborhood and they were perceived as colonizing that shit, trying to gentrify that joint. But think about it, they've been there for 30 years. Yeah. And nobody really thought about it. It was just yeah, like they, they probably got it on a deal. The city probably gave them money to open up something and put some jobs. Oh. Get those jobs to people who live in the neighborhood. So people who live in the neighborhood still yeah. collecting yeah. what is it, yeah. EBT cards and, and yeah. shit like that. When they you could know. be right there at the brewery, or the brewery could be repurposing that spent grain to like bake loaves of bread and like give it out. You know what I'm saying? It's anything you can do, man. One would think, bro, but that's not happening. So, you know. I love what you. Turns out there was a lot of stuff happening. Sure. Well, well, yeah, they, 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 yeah, well, there's yeah. stuff happening. Yeah, they get they getting killed on social media right now. Uh, Boulevard, sorry, <laughs> not sorry, but bro, but no, I love what you're doing. So you got this building. Was there already brute equipment in there? So, there, like I said, this was a sour house. So there's a lot of barrels here, right? Gotcha. What you guys were doing is because you know the. Uh, I'm starting to sound more and more like a brewer, so I have to stop myself from like over speaking, right? Yeah, you, you know I'm not to be dangerous. It's fine, right? Well, I don't, I don't want to come at you and be like, "Hey, when you talk, anytime you use diastatic, you know," I'm like, "Nah, fuck that, man." Anytime you nah. use ass yeast, you have to take very good care of where you use it at because oh, yeah, it can infect your materials and that those tastes and those off flavors can make their way into your other beers. Right. So what they did was they said we want to use the funky yeast to make cool ass beers, but we don't want to mess up our other stuff. So they put this place together. There was 150 French oak wine barrels in here. Wow. 
All of those barrels had beer in them, but they all had funky yeast. Right. What they would do is after they were done, you know, fermenting and aging in these barrels, they would transfer them into the tanks I was sitting in front of earlier. In those tanks, they would do what's called rebottling. So they would push all that beer into those tanks and then out of those tanks into bottles and kegs. Okay. All right. And then they would allow, they would charge them. You can charge with like charging tablets or like sugar water or even molasses. Anytime you can introduce some sugar and then seal it, put contents under pressure, you'll create carbonation. Right. So they were bottle conditioning and keg conditioning beers in this joint. And then they made their mainstay beers, you know, their safer beers at a production facility off site. So their IPAs, their pills, all that stuff was made somewhere else. And they just drove it around the corner to get it in here. You know, you know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. You sound like a brewer. <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> you're like, really? You just trying to tell me I'm not trying to sound like a brewer? Like gonna... I didn't want to over talk folks though. You know, because it, if I had said that like I was talking to a group of brewers, you know, know, this is a beer audience, man. This is a beer yeah, audience. like. I don't want to do that. Like craft beer has to be approachable. I don't want to be that dude who makes it unapproachable. Let me, let me ask you this question one night. Nigel thinks me another mystery. Are you are you gonna do some sour? Are you gonna use the barrels? We're not gonna use the barrels. Actually, you want the truth, man? Let's kick it for real, right? <laughs> I didn't really have enough money to do this. Okay. Okay. So the grind never stopped. Right. So I put them barrels on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah. They probably sold the first day. Took me three days to clear this joint out. <laughs> hey, barrel, barrels, barrels. People love barrels, man. That's like, an easy five racks. That was a quick five racks. You know what I'm saying? Like, Boom. I've been doing my own business for almost five years now. The grind never, never stops. You're Never. always fighting for the dollar. No, so you don't have, you don't have to apologize for telling that story ever. Yeah, okay. I really didn't have enough money to pull this off. Okay, so but I ain't done grinding yet. But but you know what though? I mean, you know what? This is I, I, like I said, I've never met you in person. But you know what? You're you 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 gonna make this shit happen? Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You are gonna make it happen? Only fair fight is the one I win. <laughs> I feel like like that's gonna be on the headstone. <laughs> when all said and done, that's on the headstone. And 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 then the hashtag I won bitches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, mate. So do you have you have like a favorite style of beer? Which brown beer? ale. Really? Yeah. So brown ale number one, and then I take like a hard turn after that. Or I, need to, I need to send you one of these, then. Oh, I was listening to that, right? Because I'm sitting over here, and I'm in Ohio. So down in the Cincinnati area, we got Mount Carmel Brewing Company, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they make the best coffee beer in the country. Mm. Yeah. It's called mm. Coffee Brown. Okay. Okay. And I argued this dude at a bottle shop one time. He was like, this is the best coffee beer in the country. I was like, man. You fucking sick, bro. I, I lived in Washington State, out in coffee country in Seattle, bro. Like, you're not going to get a better coffee beer outside of the coffee capital, homie. It ain't happening. And he was like, I tell you what, man. I own this bottle shop. So you can have this bottle. But 
if this is not the best coffee beer you ever had, no problem. But if it is, you got to buy a six pack when you come back. <laughs> you got to look me in my eyes and tell me it's the best coffee beer you've ever had. My bad. Give me a six pack. You know and what? That shit. Yeah. I didn't even leave the parking lot. I went out in my car and I opened that shit up. And I was like, damn, this shit smells good as shit. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to put it, I'm going to pour it in my look. Yo, man, got my sippy cup out. Live well, <laughs> drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive, y'all. Like, but we all done some dumb shit in our life, okay? Like, this is my dumb shit day. Never, never. And I drank that shit. I walked right back in the store. I was like, my bad. <laughs> my bad, dog. This is pro- this is legit the best coffee beer I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Because I think a lot of times with coffee beer, you got folks who are doing this thing where they put, like, you get coffee in these lighter beers. And it's right. cool, but we taste with our eyes first, our nose second, and our right. mouth third. Right? So if I see or read the word coffee, and I smell coffee, my expectation is to find something that resembles coffee. Fair. So it doesn't matter how delicious it is in my mouth, if what it does to my eyes and my nose isn't on par with what I expect. Because Wolf's Ridge, Clear Sky Daybreak, just won gold medal at GABF. And that's a, a, a coffee cream ale. Oh. I said, but because it's so light, I can see through it. Like, I can never see through my coffee. Yeah, it threw you off. It threw me off, right. So I can't, I can't usurp the coffee, the coffee beers that look like coffee. They, they give me coffee. Give me that heavy D, that black coffee, no sugar. <laughs> no, <laughs> no sugar, no cream. <laughs> is, By the way, most quotable guests. No, no, no. Let's keep it real. Is 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 anybody made a beer called the heavy D? <laughs> um, so I'm not gonna lie, it's in my concept book. I didn't call it no, I didn't call it heavy D, but I did want to do like a coffee porter and call it no sugar, no cream. Oh bro, you need to you need to you need to register that shit immediately. <laughs> Hey, man, there's no such thing. There's really no such thing as intellectual property in craft beer, right? As long as your brewery isn't operating in my state, we can have the same beer names. That's true. That's true. Because there's 50 11 of, of those fucking beers on untap, right? That's yeah, exactly. Man, it's, that's the shit done, right? When my brewer came up with a, a a recipe, he was like, man, I love the vibe of what we're doing. I want to like contribute, you know, so I want to make this beer and I want to call it cream. I was like, oh, sweet. But I, it was a cream ale, too. I was like, that's kind of on the nose, bro. Right. Look it up on Untapped. There was like twelve of them in the country, and one yeah. of them in our state. So I was like, "We got to do something else." So I was like, "Let's just call it Get the Money." <laughs> get the money, baby. <laughs> get the money. Bills, y'all. You know, gotta call it cream. This is the get the money cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cream. You know? Love it. And it kind of played on multiple levels. You know, I yeah. got to invite oh, somebody before I asked for investment to put a hundred cases out in the market, right? And get proof of concept. So I was like, if we do it, it's got to be a beer that's low cost. I got five kids. I'm coming out of pocket for most of this stuff right now, yo. Right. So he was like, man, we can get seven barrels of this. So basically, that's 14 kegs if you don't know beer math, right? 14 <laughs> kegs worth of this shit, you know, for like 600 bucks. Right. I was like, oh, sign me up. Exactly. So we were getting ready to do it, but we we didn't have to because we fell into this at the same time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, now we can make whatever we want, bro. We don't have to make cream right away. You can take your time with that. You can. We can get the money later. We don't need that beer to get the money now. Right. 
now we can make what we want. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got a creative license to just do whatever the fuck crosses your mind. So you've been talking about your brewer. Just shout him out. Who's your brewer? Yeah, my brewer is Zach Basque, baby. He's the man. Yo. Shout out to Zach Basque. Yeah, man. So Zach started off at a spot called Luna Kombucha. He was making kombucha. He was doing social media for a kombucha company that became a tea beer company that Wild Ohio that we shouted out earlier. He left Wild Ohio and came to actual brewing company where I was at. He, when we when that place closed down, he got a job distilling spirits. Okay. Right. So he was making whiskey for a couple of years. Then he turned around and he got a job uh, at he's working at two breweries. He's back at Wild Ohio running their canning line. And he also does some part time work at the spot called Edison. They do like all traditional style German beers. Okay. Yeah. Like dry hop Pilsner type stuff. So he's got skills. Yo. Yes, like straight up. Yeah. He's, hey. he's, he's, if he's doing kombucha, kombucha and all kind of other shit, I'm like, okay. Kombucha, tea beers. He kills it on the farmhouse farmhouse ales. So the Saison, like, you know. So what What the fuck is a tea beer? I, that's not some no, shit bro, here. That, man, look. It can't be explained. Only experienced, homie. I'm going to have to send you. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you about it, but you wouldn't believe me. I tried. Shit. <laughs> Tea beer is okay. Fuck it, man. Budweiser fucked up. All right? <laughs> this is what they did. They went and uh, they lobbied to get sugar listed as a malt and grain substitute by the Department really? of Agriculture. Right? Really? Yes. So when sugar got listed as a malt or grain substitute, it counts as a, a beer ingredient, as one of the three main ingredients of beer. Right? Because the government needs to know. Exactly. So these cats. Basically took a shit ton of sugar, boiled it in water, and mixed it up, right? Yeah. They making hot Kool-Aid, right? <laughs> so hot Kool-Aid. Some that red? <laughs> they got a black cherry bourbon joint that comes out red. Um, but after the water starts to boil, they add tea leaves. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. And then they ferment the shit. I, I've never heard of that. Never heard of this. Bruh. That's not, that, that's not down here yet. It's a niche, bro. I'll get you some down there, bro. Just shoot me your Addy, bro. Like, I will send you some. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Kool-Aid beer. <laughs> With right. tea. With tea. Yeah, I, I've legit tried to ferment Kool-Aid before. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> hey, I, I got I to gotta tell you. Ask this. Were, 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 were there some edibles involved? <laughs> What's that? Were there some edibles involved in that process? <laughs> uh, in, the, in the idea? Yeah. <laughs> that was a um I tell people that was my the intersection of edibles and economics. <laughs> Another great beer name. <laughs> <laughs> so when they legalize this shit, I would totally do that. Is it not legal up there yet? Not for recreational use. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, so I would I would definitely like put that in a beer. I mean Let's keep it a buck. We've all we've all already had a beer like that. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I got one in my fridge right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Allegedly. And, and what you got? It's a mystery oh, yeah. beer time. What you got? Uh, Cross Train Brewing Company. Uh, that's Omaha, Nebraska. The Melakaliki Maka Spiced Winter Ale. Spiced Winter Ale. It's a little Christmas okay. beer. Okay, we're gonna see what that's cracking. You still drinking the same thing, son? 
Yeah, I'm on the last of it. I got another bottle of it, but I'm on the last of that bottle. No, no bro, we're going to talk because uh, uh, I'll send you some shit from up here or down here. Yeah, man, I got yeah. you know, I got mad boxes. I can ship beer. <laughs> <laughs> no barrels left, though. But no, we love it. You open Monday. Yeah, so it's actually the only Monday we're going to be open. Mondays are normally a, a brew day in the industry, but um, there was no way I was not going to open up on the first day of Black History Month. But, bro, I mean, that's huge. How do you feel? Um, just keep it a buck, man. I, I really spent a lot of time in the suburbs growing up. So I tell people all the time, like, I'm not black. This is just my birthmark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> That was kind of how I survived a little bit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kind of create some comedy to diffuse the, t- the tension. Absolutely. Um, but I look at this moment as a chance to buy back blackness. Okay. You know, like, so it's not, I don't take it lightly. It's not one of those things that I did. Like, yo, I just want to, you know, make beer for the hood. Like, now nah, I'm like, yo, like, this is big. I don't, the, the gravity of this does not fall, you know, lightly in, in my hands. I'm like, yo, this is big. I understand that, but if I got this stage, if I'm going to get this money, like, yeah, I know where it's got to go already. I know yeah. what I'm doing it for. Yeah. So for me to do it, it really just turned my why into a capital. You know, this is right. my capital why. Like they're like, right. why? Why do you? Why are you rushing to open so fast? I was like, because there's not enough of these. Man, there's 12 percent of the annual, you know, craft beer revenue is African American dollars, and we own less than one percent of the breweries. Real talk. So like, it's not time to go slow. It's time to find people that you can duplicate. It's okay to be a copycat if you copy the right cat. Shit. <laughs> yes. R&D, baby. Robin duplicate. Yeah. Robin duplicate. That's how I define my career. Let's get some shit that we can duplicate out here as quick as possible. And the sooner people can see it and see it's possible, right. I think that the better it is for us. Yeah, like I said, these stars are exposed, man. If I fall in the process, y'all going to see it. Right. Nah, bro. I I knew when I told Nick, I was like, get this brother on here. I knew it was gonna be I knew it was gonna be late. I think that was that was a late night text. It was, I found this I found this guy on Twitter. No, no, I've been I've been I've been I've been following him for probably six months because I you know, when the 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 atrial pills, you know, yeah. that when that shit jumped off. Talk about that. How do you did you you saw that it's it's an organization. They were trying to, you know, help black brewers, right? Right. So um Crowns and Hops, you know, they partnered with Brewdog. Brewdog's like the largest international craft beer. They're the biggest marketing company in craft beer. How about that? Right, right. <laughs> These guys are awesome, right? But they uh they contract brew for Crowns and Hops. I think there was a grant that they received initially. Yes. Um and without being boring, they basically realized that over so much time, they could flip the industry to the tune of like $8 trillion, you know, if they put more people of color in and around this industry. Right. So they offered this grant. It was a $100,000 grant, got split up between uh, four different breweries. Most you could get is $50,000. I think 29 of the 60 breweries in the United States applied for this grant. Um, I knew we needed it, man. I was like, yo, look. If I can get this, I can go to the land bank. If you don't know about the land bank, I think every city has a land bank. Right. It's the properties that the city owns that they're trying to sell. All you got to do is submit a plan, and they're selling away properties pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I was like, if we get that money, I can get a, a spot with the land bank and we could own that joint, you know, like a chance to really own this beer. And I mean, life happens to us all. I didn't get that grant. I really felt strongly about it. Like, you know, I didn't see other people really talking about their journey and their need for that grant publicly. Right. Uh, but I, like I said, you know, I'm exposing my scars to these people. Like, I'm not hiding. Nothing happening to me right now. You know, so I fell flat on my face with that grant. I didn't get it, but it opened up other people's eyes to what we were trying to do. And it actually made way for this to happen. You know, had I got that grant, I wouldn't have been able to build a space this beautiful. That that's true. So you walked into some shit that was ready to rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just walked through somebody's culture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about. So you, you you said that helped open eyes and make some other connections. I mean, how, how has it been since then? Have you brought other people kind of into your into your sphere that have helped you build momentum? Um. So I've always had a team. Right. Always had a squad. My man, Peyton, he was the barbecue and Zach was the brew. Right. I was just a megaphone to let people know how dope these dudes were. Right. So, I mean, even right now, Peyton is cleaning up the tap room after the painting sit. That was him. Y'all saw in there. Love him it. and his son cleaning the, the tap room up after the painting sit. So I've always had a good team around me. I've always had um, my former CFO from the last year I was with. Her name is Nicole Felter. Her and her husband always in my ear like come on man if you're gonna do this you got to do this man like we're both minorities i'm puerto rican and she's a woman bro you got to do this you got to do it for people like us who don't have the voice that you have and the more people saw things online nothing had to go viral you know for it to be like received well people around here were like oh snap we just saw that that's dope man it's really good so it created this like bubble of encouragement like this constant pouring in Cause I'm going to tell you right now, man, when they announced December 23rd that I didn't get that grant, I walked probably three miles that night. Just sad, bro. I was right, ready to right. pack it in. And then my, my homeboy, I know this cast, I was in fourth grade. He was like, bro, come on, man. Shake that off. That's not you. I was like, all right, man, you're right, man. Shake it off. A week later. So on New Year's Eve, I'm sitting down negotiating terms to get this building. Yeah. January 11th, I picked up the keys. Damn. Five grand short of the gold if I'm keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? And then just last weekend, I liquidated all the barrels to get the rest of the money I was supposed to have. Oh, yeah. And, of course, he called me yesterday, and he was like, I told your ass. Don't you hate them motherfuckers that I told you? (laughs) I can't can't stand him, bro. (laughs) That's the friend you love and hate. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely, but my man Dom, that's my dude. He stays in my ear. Yeah, but yeah, being that. out here like this with my scars exposed, yeah. you know, essentially created a situation where I could get first aid right away. Because if I wasn't out there showing everybody what was happening, when I fell down and got hurt, nobody would have came to help me. You're a marketing guy. There's nothing I, better than a genuine message. And, right? I, and, and I somehow don't believe that nobody would come help you. <laughs> You would get some some hands only CPR, some mouth to mouth, motherfucking the paddles. Bam. You can't help me if you don't don't know I'm in need. Yeah, but I, th- I I feel like you know you're one of them souls that motherfuckers would will help you regardless. You're just if saying. Know, I mean, I'm not. I keep it a book. If if people know, they will help. 
but I'm also that same dude who suffers in silence. I won't really tell you that I'm like that. So this, fair, fair. this exposing mm-hmm. my scars shit is like it's yeah. training because I'm not used to doing this. When's your birthday? September 7th. Uh, you, you, you're, you're, uh, no, hold on, hold on, don't tell me, don't tell me. You're a fucking, uh, 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 Virgo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you motherfuckers is crazy. <laughs> but good crazy. Because I'm a Pisces, we're six months apart, we good. If you see me and you don't think I'm odd, I can't be number one. Well, I mean, number one is an odd number. It's an odd, exactly, so I gotta be odd. I can't be like everybody else, I'm different. Yeah, Look, I'm with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. All right, what's what number one goal for Monday, opening day? What is it? Honestly, the goal is to just be black, be business, be free, man. Look, it's Peyton right here. He just stepped over, yo. What up, Peyton? What up, homeboy? We've been shouting you out, son. What's up? Yeah, yeah. The ride or die right there. Right, the whole squad. Yo, we 20 years deep in the game, dog. Like, this ain't new. (laughs) This ain't new. Look, that's awesome. Oh, uh, Carlos and Maddie? All right. Okay. All right. Tell Carlos and Maddie to, to, to drink up. We got to get rid of some of that stuff up there. <laughs> <laughs> no beer left behind. Not the me. Hey, but can I get like just two of these brought back here real quick? The BB Bean? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Tell them to can a couple of those up and send them to Kansas City. Hey, so here's the deal, right? This BB Bean, we featured Zen B for this paint and sip because uh-huh. I knew we was going to draw like, you know, a lot of black folks out to this. And. Right. I wanted to introduce them to craft beverages, right? Right. So paint and sips are known for the wine. I was like, let's do honey wine. These session meats got a little sparkle to them. Fucking smart. Let's do it, right? Yeah. So I got these, and the founder was like, hey, the bottles that you have aren't my best work. Okay. I don't want you to sell those. Okay. Man, because when I bought this space, these were already here. Oh, they were? Yeah, I fell in on some inventory. I ain't stunting. <laughs> Look, I'm a real capitalist. I get ducats. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, we were like, "Yo, let's put them out there." He said, "Not those." You know, this man over at Zen B Mead, he could have just been like, "Yo, don't sell that shit," right? And charge me for more mead, right? Right. You know, this man came in and swapped out every bottle of mead I had. Really? Swapped it out straight up. And then he wow. was like, I told him, I was like, I don't understand why you don't think this is good, why this isn't sellable. So we opened up a bottle and we tasted it. He was like, here's the deal. This bottle is a year old. And even though the alcohol content is high enough, right, to sustain that. Right. What you are tasting, like that, that sparkle, that effervescence that you're getting right now, it's called secondary fermentation. Yeah. So this bottle is fermenting a second time right now. Yeah. He said, so if this gets warm, it might explode. Right, right, right. Can't duplicate that flavor. Yeah. So if you introduce people to my brand and this is it, it's not an accurate representation. That's that's beautiful, right there. Right. But then he said he only makes this thing once a year. Right. So I was like, well, (laughs) why don't you let me keep those? Because I'm enjoying those. I won't sell them. I promise. Right. Right. I'm enjoying those. So you got the old school right now. I got the old school right now. That's beautiful. And when the new school comes out, we can just go to class together. 
<laughs> I'll just send something down there. Nah, it, it, it looks it looks great. It looks amazing. It's, so again, you know, as a culture, style is important, right? This looks good. Right. Looks looks a lot of a lot of shit. Right. I mean, when when you meet a woman, first thing you see is her looks, right? Uh, yep. And that's I mean, not to compare a woman to a beer, but when you see a pretty beer, I don't know why not. They started the shit. The women started it. Started beer. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Really? Yeah, they they really did. They really did. Yeah. That's bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say uh, the 2021 has been the first guest has been fucking amazing. Would you agree? I, I well second second guest 21. Who was the second? Who was the first? Junior. We had junior. Yeah, you know, I love you, Junior, but you know what? You ain't my man. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll he'll fucking agree. Yeah, look, look, Sizzle, tell tell Junior what up. <laughs> what up, June? Look. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's great. We got speaking of Junior, we got one more beer. One more mystery beer. Man, this man bought me the the mead and no opener. I'm about to grab an opener real quick. Hold on. It's all good. All right, it's all good. What do you got there? Oh, you're gonna love this! Oh my oh, god, this crane! You're going to love crane brewing, orange lassie. Yeah. You're gonna love this. What do we got? You're gonna love this. Sour ale with orange, lactose, and vanilla. Oh, that sounds like a creamsicle. Yeah, five percent. It's so fire! It's 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 like if you had like a soda with alcohol. <laughs> so is, this, is this beer knee high? <laughs> Bro, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you a little care package from Kansas City. Yo, I'll send one back, bro. Because Kansas City right now, bro, it's it's ridiculous right now. There's so much good shit, so much crazy weird shit. You know, I I feel like you would appreciate it if I said you. I love the weird shit. Yeah, I'm so, here so, for it. So you're not you're not particular to any style. I mean, so like I said, brown ale number one. Okay. And I go hard left, and I do Rattlers. Okay. Right. You would um, love this, man. You would love this. Right. I mean, I. I My bad. Yeah. This. This is a uh, whiskey glass. I mean, that's just from there. Shout out to uh, the boys at uh, Crank Brewing. This shit right here is fire. I'm excited about this. By the way, it's so. It's just smell it. Just smell it. Is it wild if I answer my phone right now? I don't know, man. I'm no, crazy. it's not. It's not. Right, you did that last episode. Hello? <laughs> Hello, caller. Oh, man. Isn't that good? Oh, yes, Nicole. How are you? Hey, Nicole, I'm live on a podcast right now. Hi, so Nicole. We're doing this. I'm just letting you know. Okay. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> I'm dead serious. You know, Nigel and Nick said, what's up, Nicole? What's up? <laughs> From Kansas City. <laughs> what can I do for you, though? <laughs> I like that. It's delicious. It's such a shift from what we've had. From what we just went through. Yeah. Oh, you and bring it, that right back to the door. We'll be taken care of, okay? That's that's like an orange soda float. Oh, well, you know what? February 1st yeah, is the Puerto Culture Day. That's actually the first day we're going to be open. So if you yeah, want to get it, <laughs> yeah. it in there, we'll do it for you. And then okay. you can get it, you know. A more full experience here because we'll be last episode. You can see some of the stuff. Get a good tour. We'll change that bottle out for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Is this still a coup man? Yeah, it's a coup man. Anytime you mix some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just met. We just put some. We just put, we some, put some whiskey. In that. We just put some bourbon in that, in that sour. <laughs> He's like, give me some bourbon. Yeah, the hex key locks that. That changes it, but it's good. It's yeah, it's still good. That's very nice. I, I think bef- even before we put that in the we just made it. We just made a beer cocktail. Yo, beer cocktails are great. Absolutely. The only, the only thing we're missing is some ice. I do one called a manmosa. What what's in that? What's the manmosa? So it's buttershot liqueur, brown ale, and orange juice. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Ooh. No, I'm doing a shout out to uh Shalanda. She has some great yeah, beer sure. cocktail recipes. A- a- Sometimes I have to mute her on Twitter because I'd be like, yo, like you putting some stuff out that like I can't I can't focus on my life. She keep it real though. Yeah, she does, but I say like, I can't get shit done because I'm like, yo, I want to keep reading what you got to say. I she's got a quick timeline follow, right? With your when you're thumbing through. No, no, no. Yeah. She's got threads. She's got threads. Yeah. I don't even know how she does that. I'm like, man, I can't tweet that fast. <laughs> God, I love. See, so she came on early in our podcast. Live. Oh, it was this summer. Yeah, she's she's yeah. I, she's maybe one of my favorite uh, Twitter followers. Yeah, we're gonna get her and her husband because her husband is um, a whiskey guy. Well, they're both whiskey people. They've got yeah, they have a, they have a the neat core the neat core podcast. We're gonna get we're gonna get them on. So yeah. So what what's uh what what is what is your what is your plan for like the next maybe six nine twelve months? What do you, what do you see what do you see with Kraken? We about to flip this shit on his head, man. I love it. We about to make every brewery. You know, we gonna do what what we've been doing our whole lives. Everybody outside of what we doing is gonna wish they was in it. I got okay. local artists here in the city who are like clamoring to come in here and do live shows. Because one of the things I didn't do yet, and actually my battery's strong enough, so we gonna do this, y'all. We gonna take another trip. I thought you plugged it up. <laughs> I did. I I did. It so it's strong right now. So okay. gonna oh, oh, you, oh, you giving us a tour? We're doing another tour. I'm Gary. Uh, Gary, open up something for y'all. Y'all about to Okay, do okay. Yeah, so this is an unveiling. A, a premiere. World premiere. I don't, I don't want to call it that, but you know. Well, no, 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 no. Those motherfuckers will watch this podcast in different countries, so it's all good. Oh, okay. So it's good. Bet, 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 bet. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're the first Ohio person, so you're good. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah we got to change that. <laughs> we got folks up here. Oh, he's, uh, he's garage door. Okay. <laughs> I, I only have one Ohio friend. <laughs> Sizzle. Oh, shit. Look at that. Wow. Really, son? Uh-oh. And you're frozen. Oh, then you're good. Is that is that is that your uh about to change the game? So that was the last brewery that was here. Okay. Right. That was them. That was Kendrick on the wall. But right. I've been in this game for a minute. We got a distributor about to come through and repaint that whole thing. What that's on it. So that's about to be a crafted culture wall right there. And we're going to take a collection of street artists. So taggers. Yeah. Kill the blue space. I love it. And we're going to put local artists out there. We're going to do I'm going to put two pool tables in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
this is bigger than beer, man. This is this is the spot right now. So what, what's the what's the COVID restrictions right now? Where you at? Uh, six feet apart. <laughs> but, 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 keep your mask, on, have, keep your mask on if you're standing up. But you 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 have no limitations as far as people. So occupancy levels are set, you know, by the uh, by the city. That's a, that was a, that was a, that was a fair burp. I'm gonna give you like a four and a half. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm not chasing that title yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry. When I won it, I'm gonna get it like Ali got the title. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's fair. That's yeah. all right. I ain't mad at you, son. <laughs> so, um, but so we just went to half capacity. Is what we did. Oh, just they, went to that. We they've allowed the establishment. Oh, Right. So establishments can set their own occupancy. You can't exceed what, you know, you're allotted with your initial, you know, um, approval. Right. But you can decrease as much or as little as you believe you need to okay. to maintain COVID, you know, right. cleanliness. So we just, we cut the bar rail down to only 10 seats. Okay. Uh, and I think I can put like 35 people up front. That's still a lot of people. That's way more than we can do. Yeah. You know, but that's assuming that every table that has six chairs has six people. I got two tables at seat six. Right. So if the two of y'all came in, which I wanted a high top table and the seat six people, y'all can take that high top table and can't anybody else sit there with y'all. You know, you know what I would do? I would recruit four people. Because <laughs> I mean, you in the industry, you would probably do that. You know what I'm saying? But Everybody doesn't have that. Yeah, but not even industry. I know motherfuckers who just are friendly. That's the point of the tapper. Hello, that's the point of the tapper. I'm yeah, like, here to meet different people, man. Dude, I went to a free party in the tap room one time. You have to understand, um, the brewery I work at on on Saturday, you know, you know, whatever the capacity is, it's small. I mean, full capacity, you could probably get, I don't know, 10 people at the bar, right? Uh, and got three tables, but the patio is huge. Mm -hmm. But it was cold as fuck, right? Yes, it is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we had to turn, we probably turned 20 people away. You know what I'm saying? So if there was some tables where you could get five or six people, I'm like, hey, let's, let's, let's make this shit happen. Because ultimately, um, these local shits, if you understand what local is, you're going to support it. If I didn't know Nick, I'd be like, motherfucker, come sit over here. I know, you, I know you're trying to leave. Come sit by us. You got some new friends, bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Be like, hey, look, man, we we safe over here. If you comfortable, we comfortable. You know what I'm saying? That kind of That's thing. thing. If you're comfortable, like, we're comfortable. I'm vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you get the? I'm not. I didn't say that. Like, I'm vaccinated. I'm not gonna be the first penguin off that ledge. Fuck that shit. <laughs> 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 Touche. <laughs> polar bears in that water, so I'm not fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm Y'all need to check that water out for me, please. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna let you. Yeah, you go, go right ahead. Look, whatever. What, as soon as they're ready, they can stab me. They can, they can get that stuff. Well, hey, man, you know what? Charlemagne said it this morning on the radio. He was like, "Man, they said they only need seventy percent of the population to get this vaccine." Right. The United States is seventy-six percent white. Tell your people to go get them vaccines. <laughs> Mick, it's on you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. 
Come on, strength in numbers, and y'all got the upper hand. Go get them. Uh, bro. The, the problem is, sixty percent of the people like me don't want it. Yeah, <laughs> they've made up their own history. <laughs> and you see why? And, and then they wonder why we don't trust it. <laughs> You're not going Henrietta like me, man. I don't know why you don't trust me? <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure it out. <laughs> no, I charge you to the bottom of this cup, brother. <laughs> Bloody fucking hell! <laughs> but that's the point of the taproom. I want to hang out with people. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had this conversation with somebody the other night. They're like, you know, you like the, you know, people, people. I'm like, no, I'm in the taproom for the beer. If the people are there. I don't talk to them. I'm there for the beer. I mean, the fact that I, that I don't meet no strangers is cool, but I'm really there for the beer. I mean, but I, I can get the beer at the store. I like beer more than beer. Huh? I can get the beer at the store. Yeah, but you know, not all of it. But I could also get that beer in a growler to go. And I can, I can you know throw on a rainbow onesie and pop an edible and eat that shit and be having a blast at your house. <laughs> at the house. I mean. Look, I'm the I'm the crawler and go during COVID world. That's me. No, nah. I mean, look, look, the, coming to the studio. This is my trip out of the house. That that is true. This motherfucker and he and this motherfucker live down the street. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's cold. I drove. I mean, I, mean, I drove the block. I mean, granted, I live closer than him where we are right now. I can walk across the street and be at my crib, but I have to walk. It, it might take him. It might take him more. It might take him like five minutes more to get this house. So right. you know. And I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm Pat Riley. That's Kurt Rambis. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just trying to coach him up, son. I see his potential. You can dunk. You just don't know it yet. No, I, I really can't. <laughs> it's figurative, okay? <laughs> you take it literal. I, I, I touched the rim once, but that was 100 pounds oh, 20 some years oh, ago. That's, 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 that's crazy. Yeah, 100 pounds ago? He said he touched the rim. I went, whose rim did he touch? <laughs> did you I say pounds ago? That's what I, I thought he said. Yeah. That's what he said. Probably 25 years and 100 pounds ago. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I graduated high school 145. Six foot 145. Bruh, I got you beat. I had to drink a gallon of water to join the army, homie. <laughs> I was 6'1", 121 pounds. What? I didn't yeah. make the minimum weight, Chief. That, that, that's what that, that's what they called back in there. You was slight. Yeah. Yeah. That was out of high school? That was out of high Bro, I was 99 pounds my sophomore year. Woo! Yeah. And you were how tall? 6'1". Were you 6'1 back then? I got 6'1". That year I hit 6'1". And I got yeah, about yeah. a buck, a buck ten. <laughs> you 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 broke the century mark. Yeah, I yeah. was I was little little. Yeah, I mean I was too. I, you know I was I you know coming out of high school I was probably about forty five six two and shit. Yeah, bro, y'all y'all yeah. y'all was healthy. Look, <laughs> I was I, I was skinny as motherfucker. I mean bro, when I was in college I was one sixty five. Bro, so, I didn't hit the the one sixties until I was like twenty three. Yeah. I, I, got, I was like 170. Then I got a job in beer, and your boy <laughs> hit 220 real quick. Right, right. <laughs> so like, that, like, that, like, that baby weight disappeared, didn't it? Right. I was like, yo, I ain't been back there since. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been in my house for 10 or 11 months. There's been a lot of drinking. Yeah, I, 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 I just ignore it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it is what it is. 
You know, that, that's the beautiful thing about being tall. You know, nobody can tell. No, people don't see it. And even I'm great. They're like, you're so skinny, yo. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, stop telling that lie. Have you? Girl, this is uncomfortable. Okay, look. Well, yeah, when you get uncomfortable, it's time. It's time to stop. It's time to change something, right? I don't think beer is the problem, though. Nah, it's exercise. I mean, because there was a point in time where I was, I was killing the beers. I mean, payday cases are a beautiful thing when you're in the industry. <laughs> payday cases. Y'all don't get those. <laughs> Um, technically, I do. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, I get like, you know, yeah, I do. It's like six, a six pack a week. Same shit. I don't get it all at once, though. No, but the payday case kept you. I mean, I still got payday cases at my house, but there's never a shortage of beer around me. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, if I want a beer, I have a beer. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, just imagine. Just a. Just imagine in your life if you could go 17 steps and there's a brewery next to your house. That's my life. It's a hard knock life. And and uh, 12 steps in the other direction is a speakeasy bar. Yeah. I'm surrounded by bars. I'm with that. You know what? You know what? We need to get, uh, you need to come to Kansas City. We, we, we sizzle for a tour. We, we've never really invited somebody to come to Kansas City besides uh, uh, Afro Beer Check. You're the second. Y'all can come together. <laughs> I will show up, bro. Like, don't don't fuck with me. You can be like, bro, yo, bro, yo, who bro. hit my ring right now? That sizzle is outside my house, yo. <laughs> bro, you you That's ain't an open invitation. I'm not sure you're ready for this life, man. People say that, bro. I'm like, it's 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 a thing. It's sipping with sizzle for a reason, bro. Like, I hey, tell you them, what? I'm 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 gonna say like Michael Jackson. Shum on. <laughs> Come on. All right, well, let's, let's hear the Sipping with Sizzle story. We started with it. Let's come back to it now. Oh, well, with everybody calling me Sizzle, you know, I was like, I need to capitalize on this because, you know, you, you, my mama and them looking at me funny, right? They show up to your job and they ask for you by your first name and people look like, huh, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and they got to describe what you look like. Yeah, like, listen, shit. My uncle came to my job one time. He was like, uh, is Anthony here? Because he called me my first name. I'm like, don't do that, bro. Like, stop. But he was like, is Anthony here? And everybody in my job was like, who the fuck is Anthony, right? Right. And I'm working in craft beer, and my uncle was like hella belligerent. He was like, don't tell me you don't know the name of the only black motherfucker that works here right now. Right? So they come find me. It's like, I think somebody from your family is here. <laughs> I was like, nobody calls me Anthony, bro. Just call me Sizzle. Everybody calls me Sizzle. But we used to get in these fireside chats outside the brewery, right? And I was known for like throwing logs in the fire and the conversation. So I would always say some shit like, oh, let's get the fire going some more. And then um, black people can't be racist. You know what I'm saying? And then I let the conversation ensue. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> literal, literally, literal and figuratively, I'm throwing the I'm throwing the, the fire. I'm smoking the fire and shit, right? So, I mean, I've had like highly intelligent people arguing about the best plan to colonize Mars, right? But while drunk, you yeah, know, uh, I had uh, a conversation about what qualifies as negging. At one point in time, with like a mixed group of people, 
right? There was like a couple that was in an open relationship, a lesbian girl over here, a Christian couple over here. I was like, yeah, we about to get this. This is about to be the one right here. Like to get these people on different sides of this argument, we're going to do this. I turned it into an internet radio show that I was hosting on Station Head for a little bit. I called it Sipping with Sizzle, Real People, Real Talk, Real Drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's just going to like, like the whole show is he's going to toss a grenade and then just walk. (laughs) Bye. What it was like, I was going, I was going to give you the rope and see what you do with it. (laughs) Trip, joke. Yeah. Like. So I'm, I know who I am. I I poke the bear every day of my life. I know that. I would it Simba say I laugh in the face of danger, right? Like I'm always doing some questionable shit. That's why having guys like P and Peyton and Zach on my team is like really important, right? Because if it wasn't for them, bro, like I'd be ignorance on fire out this motherfucking lake. <laughs> You'd be on the news and shit, and not in a good way. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh my god! What what has the uh, the have you, have you gotten some good? I mean, I've read read one media piece, but have you had some good press about what you're doing? Oh uh, man, it's it's been beautiful up here, man. Like twice a week, somebody's dropping something about us right now. Uh, one of the local papers told me that they're doing a they're highlighting one black owned business every week during uh, February, and they're kicking off the month with Crafted Culture. That's beautiful. Love yeah. it. And that's the Columbus Dispatch. That's the biggest paper in, in our city, man. Wow. What's, what's, the, what's the brew scene like in Columbus? It's intense, man. Like, there's some great stuff. Um, we got a couple sour houses here that are really doing their thing. Um, some dope IPAs come out. There's this company down the street from me. I love these. It's called Two Tones Brewing Company. Two Tones makes this shit called Crumble. And it's legit, like, liquid cookies, bro. Like. You just like what is this? Is this not not like vanilla wafers? You know what I'm saying? But think vanilla wafers, like the Keebler joints that be real crispy. <laughs> the, 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 the Keebler elves? Yeah, it's like that, bro. It's like drinking them joints. I'm like, yo, that's one of my favorite beers, right? We got another spot out here. Uh, it's a little ways out. It's out, out by out by a Boeing plant out here, right? They call Homestead. They make this shit called Tannenbaum. Best holiday ale I ever had in my life, bro. Really? Yeah, it's like it's full bodied. It's got that like it's sweet, but it's got the winter spice at the same time. Right. And you're like, man, that's a difficult balance. That's a that's a tough dance, you know. Like yeah. most breweries go in one direction or the other. You know what I mean? Like they, they drove by the fork in the road and went straight with that shit. Like, <laughs> damn. Bro. So the craft beer scene here is really dope, and people embrace the city. So you get into these pockets where things become a part of this, the, the the suburb that they sit in right now, right? right. right? Uh, a place over here we call it Olentangy. There's a brewery up there, Olentangy River Brewing Company. They make this like uh, this goza. They call it Olentangy, right? I love it. And it's it's a solid Goza series. There's always something different in there. I've had it as a key lime. I think it was an orange at one point in time. So there's a lot of creativity in the craft beer scene over here. But craft beer is still a white boy game over here. So ain't enough flavor in everything. 
there's some good stuff, but y'all ain't seasoning this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some yeah. stuff we could really be doing over here right. that hasn't been happening in the city because everybody's a fucking purist, man. They're like, I want to make the cleanest. Pure. I mean, fuck that. Let's have some fun with this shit. Right. We'll go in a vanilla wafer cake. We're going to put some vanilla wafer cookies, some toasted coconut, and some candy pecans in a fucking beer and see what happens. Yeah. Right? Have good fun with that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink that, and I'm gonna drink your pilsner. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna drink right. all of the above. <laughs> yeah, right. Because I'm gonna come in. And I'm gonna start with something big, something decadent, something just yeah. over the top, and then I'm gonna coast out with some pilsner. What's the closest thing you got to a PBR, homie? <laughs> <laughs> what up? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I'm with you. But I, you know, I don't know about the order. I might start with the pilsner. Go up and then come back down. You never, you never know. I'm a big, I go big and then I go home. I just, yeah. just give me something. What's your favorite one that you're making? Give it to me. No, that's what I do that a lot. Like, yo, what are you most excited about right now? Yeah, right. yeah. But you know, you know, my thing is, especially I, if I don't know anything. If I walk in, I don't know. If you got pills or a lager, I'm gonna check this shit. Out. I mean, I love stouts. I usually gravitate to a stout, but. If it's someplace new and I don't know what's going on, just Sizzle. tell me tell me what you love. Sizzle, you know, if you go into a brewery and you're like, let me check out your pills or your stout. If they're rocking that shit. If they do get their pills and their stout, they're probably a good brewery. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying, because you can't hide shit in those beers. You know, you know, people hate on Budweiser. When I was in England, there was a motherfucker walking down the street with a, with a fucking uh, uh, motherfucking suitcase of Budweiser. They consistently killed that style. You can't hide shit. It, it is what it is. It's the same beer every day. every motherfucking time around the world. And I don't know, but I'm, I want to judge you on some off the wall shit. Like, what's your saison like? Because I mean, that's what I, I live for. Those like, I believe saisons were like they call them like farmhouse ales and like field saison or golden ale. Right. I'm like, yo, this was I got to finish. This is what slaves was making because these beers is made from like the leftover ingredients. Oh, right? sure, sure. But, but but at least at least in that style, you know, if, if you fuck it up, you 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 can hide it. How do you hide it? You can you can say I meant to. No, nah, you can't. <laughs> it ain't fucked up till it's it's in the glass. Like it's not fucked up until it's done in the tank. You know what I'm saying? Like well, that's true. There's, that's true. There's no point in time along the process of that beer where you can check it and change it. Not to my knowledge. You know, I've seen that's cats like, oh, this pilsner is not delicious. Let's chalk it full of fruit, uh, fruit soda, and call it a Rattler, and let the sugar hide our fuck up. Touché. Right? Touché. I didn't see these stouts come out not so good, and they were like, "Yo, let's uh, let's chalk that shit full of simple syrups and and other shit, and call that the secondary fermentation, and sweeten it up. So we can hide that we put too much dark malt in that shit, and it's too roasty." Nick, Nick, can we address the the? Uh the elephant in the room. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a brewer. Motherfucker, you are a brewer. <laughs> you know, you know what? Of, yeah, I just crush you know a lot. What? You know what? I see that cape you got on. Let's just take yeah. it off. Just take that cape off. Uh, nah, hold on. He's, he's, he's killing the six the six meat bottles already. <laughs> <laughs> We, we started out with that superhero talk. <laughs> I, mean, I, I got one and a half left, bro. No, so save one if you need someone to us. You want the freshness, though. You're going to get the new release for this no, year. No, 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 no. I want the shit that you like. I mean, I like the... All right, bet. 
Too easy. You know what I'm saying? Look, too easy. look, I got, I've already, in my mind, I've already got, a, I've got. You already I, made the selection? I've already got beers I'm going to send you. I already got them. You put my name, you put in that. <laughs> 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 you know what? That's love right there, bro. That's motherfucking yeah. love. So, uh, let's wrap this shit up because it, it, we could, this shit could go for like four hours. Well, that's the, that's the beauty of the show. We don't care. Yeah. So, where, where where can motherfuckers find you on 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 the social medias? So, um, Crafted Culture Ohio on Instagram, Sipping with Sizzle on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Both of those are on Sipping with Sizzle on Facebook too. Crafted Culture on Facebook. Um, Craft the Culture on Twitter, and you can just go to craftedculturebrew.com and you can find us. Uh, I'm gonna do better with the YouTube joint because I need that. I need them YouTube dollars, bro. Like so, bro. I, the one thing I love about your YouTube, you got like one video, but that video is so fucking poignant. I've watched it like 50, 11 times. I'm like, that's a shit done. I watch because because you, you, I don't know where you were, but you you really um, talked about that area and how you wanted. What was that building that you wanted? The Edna Building. Yeah. And the building was like the first black owned insurance agency in our, like, it might have been the Midwest, but it was definitely in our city, right? Right. Um, it was in an area that we used to call Bronzeville. We now call it King Lincoln. Um, they actually asked me to go into the building. They said, hey, you should get this building. But they wanted to charge me $16 a square foot for the space. Mm. All right. Now, that's not bad. But when I did my numbers, I did my math, like, yo, $16 a square foot isn't bad, but this is also an impact zone for the city. So the city about to dump money in here. Right. I don't need to lease a building in here. I need to rent. I need to buy a building in here because I'm going to be in a situation where I sign a lease and I'm going to get priced out. Like, we're going to make the party popping wherever we go. Right. I don't want a situation where the party popping and you're like, I can get more out of that space. And now I can't afford to make the beers I want to make and pay people livable wages. Right. You know what I'm, saying? I'm not trying to pay my bartenders like regular bartenders. Thank you. If you full time, I want to give you fifteen dollars an hour. Thank That's you. what I want. That's my dream. And then I'm gonna tell you, like, hey, don't even worry about tips. We're gonna Thank put you. like a cost of living cares line on every one of those. Automatically on every check that goes out, and we're gonna use that to kick back into an HSA for the people, man. Yeah. That's what I want to do. But I gotta grow I gotta grow to that. Oof. <laughs> That's no, come on. Yeah, that was the burp at the end of a hiccup, <laughs> bro. I'm bro. I'm with you. Whatever you want me to do, I got you. Yo, let's let them know our crowdfund is still live, bro. Is it? Go fund me. The Crafted Culture uh, crowdfund is still live. Y'all can go okay. hit us up on there so okay. we can get this brew system in here and we can really start to collect on these margins and stop contract brewing so we can pump more money into the city, bro. Like, I didn't know you even had one. I'm, I'm going to share that shit. We'll, we'll put that out on our, yeah. on our social. We'll, we'll share that shit for sure. Facts, facts. I appreciate that. That's all love. That's what we need right now. Because so that, you know, That's right here. I'm going to tell y'all right now. Anybody touching this dude? This dude made a beer he was like, yo, this beer is made with rosemary, thyme, and bay leaves. I was like, that sounds like a turkey sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's the leftover Thanksgiving sandwich. Right. Right. I was like, don't bring me that shit, bro. That sounds like turkey sandwiches. 
It was so damn clean. Yeah. It was so yeah. good. None of those flavors were overpowering. He got a black tea saison recipe right now. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. is, 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 is the brewer on Twitter? Facebook? Where's he at? He don't like people, bro. He just like beer. I had this conversation earlier about motherfuckers don't like people. Yeah, man. Brewers just like beer. They don't like people, man. And I'm you know gonna you know That's actually true. Because my homeboys are on breweries. They don't like motherfucking people. No. Mac, 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 Mac. Mac don't care. He don't like people. Tilly, maybe. Some people. <laughs> bro. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send you a care package right from Kansas City. Um, I got but, you. I'm the curator. But, but you know what though? At, when 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 the shit jumps off, we road trip. You gotta no. You gotta come here. We're gonna show you what's cracking in, in Lee Summit. Too easy. Yeah, you would love it. Say less, man. You would love it. Have Bro. beer. We'll travel. Hello. Is that a T-shirt? If you brew it, they will come. Well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you see his shirt? You see the motherfucker's shirt? Motherfucking Kevin Costner. But I'm with the shit, bro. Like, I definitely, I'll bring some beers from up here. Like, we'll have a good exchange, man. I think it's going to be a beautiful time. This, this, I think about the time, man. Look, we just qualified for the Olympics. We ain't even ran a race yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't shit. We ain't nobody yet. You know, we just having fun. Yeah, I got some blocks. I, you know, I can get out of the blocks. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to be there for the gun. Yo, no bullshit. My son just beat me in the race for the first time because I legit pulled a hammy during the race, bro. <laughs> it's a video, bro. You know, what, you know what I always tell my son, though? Dad will always win. It's because dad will cheat. <laughs> yeah, so I told him, you won't beat me till you make varsity or I'm broken. Them are the only ways you beating me. How old is your son? He's 15. Okay, first of all, you're a fool. <laughs> you thought you could get him? Yeah. And yeah. I still could got him. If I didn't blow that hammy, he was he was barbecue, bro. There's there's a reason you blew a hammy. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a reason I always add the it's because dad's willing to cheat. <laughs> it's, man, it's legit, bro. I sent you the video, bro. I blew that joint and I oh, really <laughs> Yeah, send me that shit. Yeah, bro. I reached for his jacket trying to grab him. <laughs> but I didn't have it in me. You know what? I got I got no sympathy for you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what though? It was dope though. This is how I know he a real one. Cause after the race, he was like, Man, that don't count, bro. What? <laughs> he was like, that won't count. No, no, no. You tell your son that shit counts. Well, listen. You blew a tire. You you never blew a tire. Right. So if it, if it was me, oh, it counts because it happened. Right, exactly. But as the dad, you never tell him that shit. <laughs> nah. Yo, I literally, I was on, on Snapchat talking mad shit that night, too. I was like, I just walked in the house. I'd have had, like, several beers, a couple whiskeys, and this couple right here talking all that shit. Like, he wants that smoke. So you know what he about to be right now, boy? Barbecue brisket. I'm <laughs> Man, we got out there, bro. We got about a hundred meters in that shit, and I just boom. Uh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even yeah. that. That might have been twenty-five meters. I was done. No, no, no. I was. I was gonna say it probably wasn't a hundred meters. It wasn't. It might have been hundred meter race. Look. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I stood up at a block. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
And oh, legit, he said he was like, I thought you was gonna beat me until you you yelled. This is when you call on Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I just started laughing. I was like, that was, yeah, I knew it was it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that was it. He gonna finish first now. So I just laughed it out the rest of the way. But yeah, yeah man. I, I tell my sons, you know, I tell them I can beat them. I'm not, no, they don't believe it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I might be stupid, but I'm not a fool. Nah, I go for it, bro. Okay, cool. Good I, for you. How's your hand for these days? Ignorance on fire, bro. Hey, don't be at my house to talk you, me out of doing that shit. You, you, you limp? What's that? You limp right now? Not right now. I'm good now. That was a week ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a few beers since then. He's still fine. <laughs> yeah, man. Here's what we do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I see you as a person. I'll be drinking your cake and stuff like, this motherfucker limping. <laughs> Anytime you get hurt, hey. just take a hot shower and do some yoga and drink some more, bro. You'll be all right. <laughs> So, well, hey, hey man, I know I know you said if you just qualified, you haven't actually run the Olympic race yet. But you know what? Showing up's half of it. So good on you. You open up on Monday. Best of luck to you, man. Bro, this, this, yeah. this is this is awesome. Your Bro. story is fantastic. I got Sizzle. I got no doubt it's going to open open success. Sizzle, we're coming to see you. Yo, you got to man. Did you see that that beer garden, bro? Like, bro, yeah. we're coming to see you. I'm, yeah. I'm at. I might have to extricate this motherfucker out of his house, but we're coming to see you. Hey, man, come What's on happening? out. I will pay to be extricated. <laughs> <laughs> COVID hey, ruins everything. You got to come out here. I got COVID vaccines behind the bar, Nick. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, man. I'm, I'm packing the bus right now. <laughs> <laughs> For every flight, you get a COVID vaccine. Look, I, I, I rolled up the sleeve. <laughs> come on out here, man. I got you, bro. <laughs> Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! His beer will vaccinate you. Yes, <laughs> but no, we're gonna, uh, bro. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk off the air. We're not technically on the air. We call it on the air. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do. A, you got, no, okay, let's, let's, some, let's say let's get some B roll. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no B roll in this. <laughs> I'll forget to hit record again. Oh bloody hell! That was. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to see what the what the explanation of that is. But you know what? We're gonna post this shit on Friday. That way, the motherfuckers here will know that you're jumping off on Monday. So that's, that's good, oh, Friday that's, that's is uh, family day here, right? Oh, is it? Yeah. So we inviting all our families in here. Oh, so I do a little soft opening and shit. Well, I mean, we ain't selling them shit. Just come in and check out the space. Because okay. keep, keep it at a buck. I didn't really tell nobody in my family I was doing this. I just <laughs> was doing it. If you didn't live in my house, you didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep, keep it. Yeah. Well, look, look, you got enough going on in your house, man. I'm, I'm still tired thinking about five kids. I have one, and I get worn out. And that's why you worn out because you only got one. <laughs> See, if you had two, they wouldn't be wearing you out; they'd be wearing each other out. Right. They, he's got help. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? My 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 big three. I call them my big three. Right? They are a year apart each. Fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Oh yeah, the big three. Exactly, and then I got eight-year-old twins. Oh, so so they they they're handling them. They they don't even handle them. The twins handle themselves. They just make sure they don't break shit. <laughs> they make sure they're not playing with matches. Right, but because everybody's close together, I didn't have to be friends with weird motherfuckers that I don't like, so that my kids have playdates. <laughs> That's fair. Nick, <laughs> you want to be at eating fucking cucumber sandwiches and weird shit, 
Ah, and somebody's yeah. house, no, 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 you don't even want to be there. My kids like me, we don't really like other people. You're going to have to go so that your kid's not the weird kid in the class. You got to go to the birthday party. No, 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 no. My kid is the weird kid in class. And he likes it that way. He'll be 14 in a couple weeks. Oh, that's that, that's that new generation shit. They all want to be weird. Yeah. That's uh, facts. He, he, Charlie, uh, Charlie's a good, good kid. He's a little awkward, but he's a good kid. I'm pretty sure we just all... Earlier in the episode, said we were all weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, of course, our kids are weird. I how weird I am. These kids embrace that shit out the gate. That's, what, true. that's true. That's that true. true. That's true. Yeah, they'd they be like, yeah, I'm weird. So what? Let my weird hang out all day. I mean, that's that's my life. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Not anymore, because we... Problem we, is, it's not always the weird that's hanging out with Nigel. Well, no, hold on, we, we got hold on. Issues with That's it. a different podcast. <laughs> different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that shit. <laughs> Can't take him anywhere except on the podcast. Bro, we appreciate Sizzle, it, man. You, man. Hey, no doubt, yo. I, I appreciate you reaching out, man, and saying let's do this shit. Like, because this is I'm, the shit I enjoy about craft beer. It's like this kind of fellowship, this kind of engagement. Yeah. This exchange yep, yep. of information is amazing to me. Like, you know, learning about what's going on in y'all's area. Absolutely. About ours. And just vibing on the energy that we all kind of create within this. Absolutely. Um, do you want to shout out to the Dire Ball Graphics folks? Today's episode of Beers with Nigel is poured for you by <laughs> Dire. You said today's episode. It's every episode. Well, yeah, every episode is. Yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm used to the other shows. I, I got to switch gears here. Oh, it, uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. Of beers with Nigel. That's Nate. I'm Nigel. And it's a show about beer. And, and that sizzle. Holla, 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 holla. I mean, holla, 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 so, you can find Beers with Nigel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of your favorite podcast apps. Vimeo, YouTube. YouTube. And hit Beers with Nigel. We've even got merch. And got for merch. all you Chiefs fans, there's some even Chiefs merch. Yeah, there's, 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 some, there's some great Chiefs merch that fucking make us put together. Nice. I think you're, you're kind of a creative guy. I try every once in a while. You know? A long time ago, I was a creative. <laughs> Good night, everybody. That's it, folks. Drive safe. You've been listening to Beers with Nigel, a show about beer and other stuff, hosted by Nigel Woodbury and that other guy, Nick Parker. Beers with Nigel is poured for you by Dire Oil Graphics, providing bumper-to-bumper graphic design, promo products, and print services. Find them at direoil.com. Beers with Nigel is a proud member of the Fredcast Network and is available on all of your favorite podcast flavors. Find Beers with Nigel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and ask Alexa to play the Beers with Nigel podcast.